now broadcasting from the Dan Mason Studios, deep in the heart of Virginia. It's the Slade and Mason Show. Oh, is that our cue? I guess it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just glad he didn't say, coming deep from the bowels. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just I just find it interesting that uh, we should just shut this thing up a little. Oh, I what have we got? Hey, I hear oh, you know what it is? Oh, I got I got a delay. Shut this thing up. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, you got to turn your radio off. <laughs> yeah, technologically All right. sound. All right. Well, welcome everybody once again to the Slade and Mason show. To my immediate <laughs> left, I have JD Slade. And to my immediate right, I have nobody. <laughs> but to my immediate right, yeah, that oh, that would be me. I'm I'm Dan Mason. They still haven't got it. They no, still they, let us keep doing they this. They keep coming back. And... Wait till the internet gets smart. <laughs> Let's block that IP address immediately. That's right. All yeah. right, listen. Uh, you know, before we start and, and get into a lot of funny stuff, I, I have to tell you, riding over here with uh, Dan is um, it's 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 an it's experience. Painful. <laughs> it's an experience. I, my sides hurt so bad. I have laughed for the forty miles that seemed like nine hundred miles. <laughs> But before we get to talking and clowning and cutting the fool about that stuff, uh, I start the day off, to start the program off with kind of a sad note. I'm sorry. Well, you know, I I don't pay a lot of attention to critics because, of course, critics have evaluated my radio show and some of them have had some things to say that were not, of course, kind. But like uh, you suck. Yeah, right. You stink. <laughs> it's like, and how can they let you have a microphone? Yeah. But this week, uh, a couple of days ago, one of the uh, people who I, I actually respect for what they do as a critic passed on. And I'm talking about uh, Roger Ebert. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was 70 years old. He had already gone. He had gotten cancer, couldn't speak anymore, but he could still write. And the sad part, the sadder, even sadder part about it is that the day before he passed, he announced to his, his, his uh, uh, readers that he was going to cut back his time so that he could end up taking another another uh, a round of chemotherapy. Yeah. So, you know, again. I didn't read that. Uh, between he, you know, of course, Roger Ebert, you saw that thumbs up. You actually believed it because these guys, both Gene Sisko, his partner, and Roger Ebert, were, uh, they were movie enthusiasts. They loved the movies. And uh, I, I saw very thing, very few things that I disagreed with them on when it came to their thumbs up, thumbs down policy. You mean they were both right and both wrong at the same time? Sometimes. Would you like? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I tried, ladies and gentlemen. You see, I tried to open up the program on a serious note, and, and I ruined it. And my <laughs> jokester partner. It's my like, jab. It's my jab. Yes, yes. But anyway, <sighs> you know, again, they. Uh, it was. It's. It's. He's going to be missed because, yeah. like I say, I, when you read a lot of things that say uproariously funny. <laughs> You know that you're in for a yawn fest, and uh, you know, like I say, you you kind of hope that people will tell you the truth, like we do. You see, that's well. I, we I just thought it was interesting that uh, before they even got into doing stuff like that, that it was it was essentially just it was a good movie or it was a bad movie, and that was about the extent of movie reviews. Yeah, but it, then somebody had the bright idea. You know, we can make a buck off of this if we <laughs> capsulize it and we make these guys sit up there and whatever they say, of course, could mean millions of dollars at the box office. And they made a 30-minute show out of it. There you go. That was the most amazing thing. Cisco about. They and show Ebert clips about at it. the movies. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. So, uh, 
Well, that was the big thing that, you know, again, I, I knew I wanted to start out talking about this uh, this this show. So now now we can go ahead and let it all go to hell okay. in the So, you know, <laughs> when we're driving in, we're noticing, like, people are just, like, staring off into, like, la-la land while driving. And, you know. Driving 2,000-pound killing machines. And they go, uh, <laughs> staring off into space. <laughs> so well, as a passenger. I, of course, I, I just figure, okay, I'm going to go ahead and give them the dumb blank stare, too. So, so I was passing a lot of people who were just looking at me thinking I was insane, and I was looking at them thinking, pay attention to your driving. <laughs> well, you are insane, but that's yes. oh, that's the love of it all. But I recognize it. That's great. So uh, I just want to take a moment here to, uh, you know, it's just it's just one thing after another. Uh, this past week, uh, we had I had spring break with the kids. <laughs> we're, we're, we're winding it up. We went down to Richmond. We went to the uh, the IMAX. Um, have you ever seen this thing? It's, no, it's the most wait, amazing. Wait a minute. Wait, Go ahead. I'm wait sorry. Okay. What? See, you, you, you say that like, you know, this is an everyday experience, but it's like we got to remember the children that we are talking about. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Peter, don't put that in the cat. Yeah. Eye, all right. Well, there, there is that. All right. So, so you went to the Discovery. We did. We, we went to the uh, museum and they had the IMAX film. It was about uh, global warming. <laughs> I mean- it's a subject on everybody's mind. I'll tell you what, Dan. You sure know yeah. how to have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, kids. Oh, come on. Man. We're going to tell you how you're going to die. They showed like a map of like, you know, the North Pole. And then they showed a map. This was 2008. And then they showed like a picture of it in 2011. And like, you know, here's where Santa is. Okay, <laughs> He's like in the middle of the water. And it's really not a happy scene. So... They had this uh, film crew go up there, and they started videotaping it. Watching and Santa drown. They're watching Santa drown, and they were watching the poor little polar bears. Poor, poor little white polar bears that actually migrated up there some ten to 20,000 years earlier as being brown bears and adapted to the climate. Let me try that again. Ten to 20,000 years ago and adapted to the climate. We'll try that one more time. The 20,000 to 10,000 years ago and adapted to the what was climate. climate. Oh, okay. All right. Because the climate changed. But wait a minute. All right. Okay. So now it's the year 2000. What are we? 13? 13. 13. 13. All right. And they have this video about these poor polar bears and the They were uh, bouncing from ice cube to ice cube and looking for food. There wasn't any food. But a few resourceful moms resorted to finding other sources of food. Oh, I'm sorry. They adapted. The um, the formerly brown bears, now white bears, adapted and figured out how to get food. But um, but we had to sit through and watch this video. <laughs> Well, let's go rustle us up a picnic basket. Yogi, you know Park Ranger Smith doesn't like that. Uh, yeah, uh, Yogi, uh, 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 I'm sorry. So now we have this uh, little news article story. I know these these science things bore you to tears. You want to do about science? I'm talking about important stuff like so, sports. This woman spent, I don't know. How much of our money? A couple million, billion dollars. She went to some place. Let's see. It's New Zealand. Where was she? <laughs> Drilled ice cores, a half mile thick. Uh, let's see. No wider than a baseball bat. Let's see. 
drilling down a half mile, and they pulled up 150,000 years worth of snowfall and ice and crush. Um, and unfortunately, it did not survive the boat ride to New Zealand because of a power outage. <laughs> so millions of dollars spent and lost. Uh, they were trying to, you know, figure and it out. It was a glass of water when right, it was all done. Right. So, but as far as they could extrapolate, you know, we're warming Ooh. up. We're warming up. And therefore, we have to worry about that. Um, let's see. They did 10 hour shifts. They, this was crazy. They spent lots and lots of money and figured out nothing. Hey, Dan. Nothing. Hey, nothing. Hey, so, but my point, no, quiet. My point is, you know, first off, we used to live in caves, right? That's last I heard. That's, uh, I'm told. All right. And, you know, probably like lots of volcanoes. And, of course, you had the, uh, you know, the, those big dinosaurs floating around, kind of making our lives miserable. <laughs> so, um, so we adapted. We stayed indoors. We killed off the dinosaurs. And, stop it. And um, life was good. We adapted. Now we hit, Now we need sunscreen. Right, because it's like too much UV rays, and I'm not living in a cave anymore. Ah, but you are. This is a cave. This, this here's a, cave. a man cave. Well, I, I so, guess the only thing I wanted to ask you, Dan. Yes, dear. Was when you finished this excursion with your children, how uh, many of them wanted to stab you in the eye with a pencil? <laughs> <laughs> None of them. We all went off to do the rest of the science museum. Wow, we have fun kids. Did I get it? And then we saw the light, say oh, light, light laser show, and, and, and then we went upstairs to watch, watch the rats play basketball. Ladies and gentlemen, and, and you know we, why we, we are the lizard? We are partners. It's because we are so diametrically opposed. <laughs> <laughs> Yet we're exactly the same. To, today, that that was a that was a fun adventure for you, wasn't it? So yeah, it was. And uh, what? <laughs> now, not as fun as this lady who has like four hundred <laughs> buckets of ice cubes that have melted down into water. All she could do is go to a Seven Eleven and put some ice on it. I don't know. Uh, again, your tax dollars at work paid oh, it was for great. Uh, you know uh, how many millions of dollars? Oh, I don't want to even talk about it. But there they were drilling holes, pulling ice. Oh, yeah, one hundred fifty thousand years worth. Okay, I'm going to take yeah. this conversation about nine thousand degrees. It's just, I just, ice well, shelves are melting. Kid, but you know did what? The I don't kids care. Enjoy that? Did the I kids like, enjoy it? Uh, they did. It was actually pretty cool because you the IMAX. He's lying, ladies and gentlemen. No, it's, he's like, he's it is way it. cool. We actually went there with the. Uh, there was a group from the uh, Rosa Park uh, Public Schools, and so there were like six buses worth of kids there, and they got them all in, and we're in our own little group because it's you know spring break, and we're walking in. And they go. All right, if you're with the Rosa Park, you gotta go to the top there. You gotta go up to the top. You gotta put yourselves in the top row there. And then, and, oh, you parents, yeah, you can sit anywhere you want. Go ahead, sit anywhere. <laughs> All right, you over there, top row first. Got got up and the guy's like pushing these poor kids sit in the top row. Um, <laughs> <laughs> stop it. Hey, no, 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 no. These were brothers. Oh no! No, yeah. He's, he's, yeah. Hey, they uh, my partner put forced, in white they were in front forced, of me. No. They were forced. No. to go. No. Listen. And and what's interesting was when this little tiny, I don't know. I'll put it up like you know, twelve by fifteen foot screen went. Whoo! Is a full dome, and everywhere around you, you saw an image. Everybody went there. <laughs> scream at the top of their lungs for like the first fifteen minutes, and all the teachers go. I think the teacher was a little loud. <laughs> Why you make quiet? Wow! It was oh well, you know, uh, you know, it's interesting. To it find was an out, interesting program. It's interesting to find out how you spend your week. <laughs> yeah, and then we went to uh, what is the name of that place? Um, 
going up 95. Uh, Bass Pro Shop. We went to Bass Pro Shop on the way back and had, had lunch. Oh. Oh. Shut up. Sounds interesting. <laughs> Shut up. It was good. So it was we're, good com- food. we're coming down this road to get to Dan's house. I have to tell this story. Because it's like by the time anybody figures it out, it won't matter. <laughs> uh, every week, I make it my business to come to Dan's because this is where his studio is. His equipment is all set up. So I, I come down here and we, we cut the fool for a couple of hours. So... Every week, I always have, man, Dan, I'm tired. Uh, Dan, it's a long drive. Don't want to hear it. Dan, I don't have Don't want to hear it. Well, this time, this time. (laughs) He had a good excuse. (laughs) Now, first off, on Thursday, I took a friend of mine to Martha Jefferson Hospital. She had to have some da-da-da. So, I'm driving into Charlotte. I'm sorry, how'd that go again? Da-da-da. To her To her doctor. Yeah, shut up. (laughs) You started it. So I I Is don't think on? I don't think anything of it. On Friday, on Friday I'm I go to the post office, which is a few blocks from my house, and I for some reason I look at the windshield. Well, I see a three, and it doesn't register until after I've closed the door, and I think, wait a minute, this is four. <laughs> <laughs> now my first thought, believe it or not, my first thought is Dan is not going to believe this. So, because he's been coming up with every excuse every under excuse the sun. Known to man. I got a hangnail. I can't use yeah. the steering wheel. I, you know, so <clears> I <throat> called Dan and I I leave a message because Dan is at his job and it's like Dan, uh, you're not going to believe this. Blah blah blah. Well, what has happened is I have a dead inspection sticker on my car, and I have been driving all week because it expired on the 31st of March. I've been driving all week, all up in Charlottesville. You know, it's like so I I know that. The first of the month, the uh, the the people who ride around with those beacons on their cars, most of the time they're like gray. They have something like state something on them. Yeah, they're looking for my kind of vehicles because it's whoop, like, whoop. hey, they can make that extra money. Whoop 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 whoop. Oops, yeah. Get that behind you. Yeah. Oh man. So Dan says, okay, uh, he has to talk to Mrs. Mason because, you know, again, this is this is going to be mm-hmm. time consuming and, yeah. you know, you got four children and they want to kill each other. So yeah. anyway, yeah. so anyway, Dan comes, he comes and gets me and we're, we are laughing. <laughs> we are laughing basically the whole trip. My, my stomach hurts. I got side pickers. It's like, and yet we haven't gotten even close to a microphone. I know. We've decided that we need to load the cars up with microphones. Yeah, because it it would be, it, it, I think it. You know what it is? Is your your mind just escapes? You're not looking or thinking or having, you know, documents in front of you. Thinking, remember, oh, you remember, about you're here? driving a two thousand pound killing machine as your mind That's right. wanders. And you go, Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Ain't it funny that? <laughs> and you're boom, the left hand lane. <laughs> All right, I'm going. I'm going to change directions totally again. Here. Yeah, I'm going to. Jiminy crickets! You remember the tragedy, um, Natalie Wood, uh, when she was found. Uh, she was drowned, drowned wasn't yeah. she? And this has been going on now. Let's see here. I'm trying. It's to like figure. 25, almost 30 1981. years. 1981. Noish. Okay, now so that is a grand total of what? 30 years. 30. Yeah. Yeah. 32 years. Give or take. All right. One away. Everybody has had theories that uh, Natalie was diddling with Christopher Walken, and it's like, and Robert found out about it, and that, and that's been the story for thirty-two years. Okay. Well, those bastions of truth, the National Enquirer. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Have come up with another theory. 
Yeah. As to exactly what happened. Yes. The tab claims that Natalie may have walked in on Robert Wagner doing the deed with Christopher Walken. Ew. <laughs> Creepier than creep, dude. Which, which caused Wagner and Wood to fight, ultimately led to her unexplained drowning death. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> Only the National oh, Enquirer man. would come up with a theory that 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 is it. creepier than creepy. Yeah, you know. Again, yeah. uh, again, but it, it's got to be true because it's in it's the, in we, the it's, in, it's in the Enquirer, right. and if it's in the Enquirer, it must you be know it's the truth. It is the truth. So I mean, I'm sorry to hear that. You know, I was upset when the Weekly World News went out of business. I mean, hey, that was I a had good an alien source. baby, <laughs> <laughs> and it had two heads, and it looked like it looked like Richard Nixon on the other side. I mean, that was all right. That so was normal. Let me see what. Oh. uh China's got problems with the bird flu. They've lost their fourth victim to it. Ooh, that's not good. No, uh, you know, again, because uh, uh, where are they going to migrate to? Well, that's okay. If they can still, you know, make the uh, food with the uh, those cats. <laughs> oh, I did not. I did not do that. Did I do that? Yes, you. did. You know, it's it's a false rumor. It's a false rumor. However, meow, meow, meow. Uh, I'm sorry. sorry. It, uh, yeah. Well, there, there are some. There are some. But I do remember a story a while back where it was pretty funny. I think I told you the story. There was a, a Chinese restaurant, and the patrons are sitting around. They're eating, and they're getting served. And all of a sudden, this guy comes in with a shopping cart. He's the guy. He's the cook in the back. And, you know, it's this hit deer. You know, the legs are going straight up in the air. Antler's going by. He's bumping the tables. Oh, he's going in the back. And, like, what is going on? So they called like the the food police, I guess. They came down. <laughs> and the guy was gonna cut it up and serve it to his patrons. And we're like they're well, like, well, wait, you, a wait, wait, now, wait, wait, now, wait, wait, wait. Hold on a second. Go ahead. Wait a minute. Now I'm from the country. I have to admit, it's like and my my friends, it's like, you know, you smack a deer on the highway, you mug Bambi, guess what? We got some good eating. That's right. It's that's venison. It, that's right. Hey, it's but venison. you you can't do that. Yeah, you can't you know, tell anybody. You can't do that. You it's don't not tell anybody. It's nobody not will allowed. Know. Nobody will know. I know. No, nobody hey, will know. I will know because it's not the life. You will be arrested for incarcerating your poor dear. dear. You must report the deer because each one is numbered by God himself. And if you take one of God's creatures and you don't tell the authorities, <laughs> you'll be in deep, deep trouble. The Lord God will strike oh, you God. down and you will be taken, struck, and beaten over the We will hurt you. Oh, that's that's why I need to report about those. Okay. Okay, uh, when we come back, it'll be the Slade Show. Mason will be uh, <laughs> moved on to some other place. Hey, listen, thanks for joining us. It's the Slade and Mason Show. Thank goodness for this break. Sadly, however, we will return to the Slade and Mason Show. I'm Carmine DeGuzio, the talking arthropod. And if you're looking to save money, I can spin you a deal on your next car here at Carmine's Used Cars. We can net you huge savings. Look at this lovely used Toyota Spider. It has a, only 40,000 original miles on it. Quite the succulent ride for only $5,600. What about this 2008 Beetle? 
with 98,000 original miles. What would you pay for this little guy? Hey, I'm Tom on the Arthropod. I'm going to save you big bucks, only $12,000. Swarm on over and take it away. We have dozens of great used cars you can throw your web over. Do you think it's silly buying a car from a talking spider? Nah, don't let it bug you. You're already buying insurance from a bony lizard. Why should I be any different? So head on over to Carmine's Used Cars. We promise not to chew off your head and eat you alive after the deal is done.
sorry about that, gang. But now we must return you to the Slade and Mason show. Boy, I almost feel like I'm about to break into Jungle Love by the <laughs> Steve Miller Band. Uh, hey, listen, by the way, so, that was Orleans. That was right. Uh, the, the the group is Orleans. And the song uh, the was song's still, still the one. one. And uh, that was in... Um, <clears throat> Actually, we brought that to your attention. Uh, it was released in August of 1976. And this is the educational portion of our program where we tell you a little bit about the history of the particular song so that we are not in violation of copyright protection. Now, I have to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> we're riding here. And, of course, in between the laughs, Dan <laughs> says, you know, listen, we're a, not going to get caught because of royalty situations because as long as you make it an educational feature, that's hey, correct. guess what? <laughs> yeah, so the, the, the song peaked at number 11. <laughs> Uh, uh, actually, it was number five. There was a cover by Bill Anderson, uh, who did at uh, it was a uh, reached number eleven, nineteen seventy seven, and the song was uh, for um, uh, let's see, uh, somebody who had feelings for a woman and liked her and didn't want to break up with her. But, yeah, you uh, know what I remember yeah. from though yeah, from the nineteen seventy seven seventy eight season mm-hmm. on ABC. Because they, they were still the they one. That's right, baby. They kept plugging that song. And by the way, that particular album cover <laughs> recently this year was listed as the creepiest oh. that, uh, album cover oh, yeah, uh, that's in right. history. It got I, number one ratings. Number I two. really I kind. I thought was. that the Eagles, one of these nights, was a creepy one with that skull head. You know. Oh uh, yeah, but that was wasn't that the greatest hits album? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, a throw. Yeah, this yeah. is like this. You release this. I'm look at this. Looks awfully well, yeah, wrong. The, yeah, but like I say, that's because there's five guys and none of them would be called physical yeah. specimens. But, <laughs> and, now it's interesting because uh, when when we leave our our screens open, right. Um, uh, we run to each other's computers and quickly change our our <laughs> de- desktop pictures, and there was one, the, the uh, a bunch of uh, uh, black gentlemen wearing the same type of outfits, and he put it on my screen. I'm like, why'd you do that? He goes, oh, you got something with black people. You hate black people. That's so right. I quickly went on the surf and I found this one. Yeah, and boy. threw that on his desk and I said, you got something with white people. You got something with white people. So uh, I, that's might, have, I, I, I might have, uh, I might have come close to kicking your ass putting that on the desktop. <laughs> I get that kid. <laughs> Uh, all right, yeah. so you you, you right. joined the Slade and Mason show. Oh, that's right. Did they do that? Yes, did we do that? See, we, we did that. See, oh, we did the gosh. educational portion, so we won't have to pay for Whew, that song. That but great. we do have a one before we go into what I want to talk about. You got to talk about Daniel music. Oh, definitely, definitely. All this really fun music, um, you know, other than the stuff you recognize, <laughs> <laughs> uh, is brought to you by uh, Daniel music, and um, and we do this so we don't have to pay for that. <laughs> Because I am the king of cheap. I, he so, is the king of cheap. So if you go to danosongs.com, uh, you will see uh, quite a collection of really cool music. A lot of the music is uh, stuff we use here, little snippets of it. to. Uh, so we don't have to pay for real music. That's right. And to uh, pepper our little uh, excursion through. Uh, All right. I want to talk about land. the one medium I'll that I, I really don't have any contact with anymore because See, I learned this from so that will make Dan you an authority, right? That's right? I learned this from the Dan Mason household because they they have televisions in the house that don't have anything on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, why is that, Dan? Um, well, okay, so uh, a couple of things happened. Twenty seconds or less. Oh, we were watching a national Give television me the program. Harry version. <laughs> so I had the remote control and I turned it on. And I had to use my right thumb because I had a staple in my left thumb. 
But that was on that, that Thursday. I think it was Thursday. I'd have to check the calendar to be absolutely sure. We have I'm not entirely sure. I introduced but, him to so, that when you go to ask a story, that's what you get. We're getting off course. Right. but So it. the point is, we uh, there was a commercial that came on during regular broadcast, and my wife and I looked at each other and went, no! And we're like doing that slow motion thing, like with the rocket. No, we Click. It was too late. The kids were sitting there going, what was that? Ah, uh, don't ask that question. Don't ask that question. Uh, uh, tender little minds. Tender little minds. So at that point, we decided, you know what? I'm not loving it anymore. Well, I had a more practical reason. It's like he got into all that, but it's like, and that's good because his kids end up using their imaginations more than having And, and baseball bats. And baseball bats because they were playing, we're playing baseball. playing baseball in the house. We got old. <laughs> Put that baseball down. See, if they'd had television, they wouldn't have been. Well, anyway, but I was for a more practical reason because I was paying a service provider exorbitant amounts of money for television that I wasn't watching. I know. Uh, Because, again, and I've explained this before, my day starts at 3.30 in the morning. It generally ends somewhere around 7, 7.30. I mean, I'm, I'm knocked out. I'm done. So that leaves me about a half hour to actually watch anything on television, and it's there's just nothing that really excited me. So I kindly packed up the boxes. I did. I actually packed them up. They didn't. Well, have you to should come. tell the whole story about it <clears throat> where you called them. Yes. And I, you, there's I more said, to this story. Doesn't... I said, I'd like to, you know, again, I'd like to, you know, cut some of the fees down so that I can, you know, so I can afford to keep your fine product. And uh, what they ended up telling me was basically, you're stuck. Or we'll just send you a box, and you could put everything in the box. And when you have the nerve to do it, send the box back to us. And that and is your service. That is basically die. what happened. And I thought, well, if that's the way you're going to do it, I will be more than happy. Now, of course, like I say, I kept it out for about two weeks, and I because I wanted to think about it. Because once you make that move, you got to be committed. Because that box is going one way. <laughs> so I, I finally, one Sunday morning, I thought, it's kind of like when I decided to shave my head. <laughs> you know, I... I, I <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Jay, it's Thursday morning. I think, um, gosh, I, I, I was thinking of wearing the blue shirt <laughs> and then maybe shave my head. <laughs> I don't... I never, well, I'm like... I, what? The, the reason I made that correlation is okay. because of the commitment to it. Because when I looked in the mirror that fine Sunday morning and saw all this gleam in the top of my skull, <laughs> I decided I took one hand of shaving cream, slapped it up there, and did one quick stroke. So then I had to shave it off. Oh, Otherwise, I'd have been one funny-looking dude. Yeah, all but right, then, so, then you come back looking like Curly if you forget a couple of weeks. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> now you see why I don't even talk to this guy in here. Anyway, so uh, I did. I got their boxes and I got their remotes, mm-hmm. and I made sure I took the batteries out of the remotes because yeah. they're my batteries. Mine, he, mine. <laughs> and I packed it up, and then it's like I let it set another day to make sure I was committed to this. And then the next morning, I took it to the little packing joint. They have their boxes back. I have no television, and uh, it's now been almost a month, and I, I think I, I think I'm starting to see the light. Are you? Are you now? The question is, you were talking about uh, fees, and and they couldn't cancel. Did they? Did they agree to reduce your rates? No, and that's why they got the boxes back because, be you know, again. I, so I, what are you paying for? Nothing now. But are you okay? So you have no service, right? No internet, 
No, no, I have internet because I have Wi-Fi access thanks to okay, my the, other job. The other job. Okay. <clears throat> so, okay, that's good. So you're no more bills. No more bill there. No Beautiful. more bill there. Beautiful. So you see, now it's like I can pay for the ticket that I might get for driving with a dead inspection ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if As you they pull that, you sorry. over and over and over again. <clears throat> yeah, you know, I, I, it's, I try not to be afraid of cops. No, but, but you do get paranoid. It's a, you know, it's interesting you point that out because, you know, I had, I had the crack windshield. Oh, I uh, you on, said uh, you had crack in your windshield. <laughs> oh man, wait a minute. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> no, I had a cracked windshield for, I don't know, about seven or eight months, and it was just a little tiny thing. And I said, well, I should go down and get that dealt with, you know. And then it expanded. Once it gets past the size of what a quarter, I think yep, it is. That's it. Once it gets past a quarter, psh, that's it. You got to get a new windshield. So I'm looking at it. And it goes, and I'm like, oh man. So it got wider and wider and wider. I'm thinking, ah, I really got to get the right place. But you know what? That costs money. And <clears throat> so I thought about the fact that, well, you know, I'm only using the car like twice a day, two to work and home from work. And when I come home from work. It's dark out, so <laughs> we're cool. So I got a 50-50 shot of not getting hit, and the cops really don't like to pull people over uh, where I'm at. Uh, <laughs> they like to pull over tractor trailers. So I'm thinking, this is good. I'm, I'm okay. Then daylight savings time shows, <laughs> <laughs> and it's really bright out at night when I'm driving home. <laughs> Plus, uh, first of April was coming around, so I had to bring the car in for inspection. So I finally did uh, muscle down and, and get the new replacement. Windshield. Now, car has been inspected. I'm up and legal, but for the past week, I'm still driving paranoid. Every time I see a cop, yeah. I start sweating out. I go, the windshield, the windshield. Oh, it's been replaced. Yeah. Well, it's, funny that you, it's funny you should say that because, like I say, I had already made the call. Uh, to find out that I have free state inspection flight. Mm -hmm. But it's like, so I go to go to my friend's house. I'm going to take the risk because it's only two minutes from my house. Mm -hmm. and, and it's like, so I go this <laughs> up this one block and then you go up two blocks and you're at this person's house. Uh -huh. Well, I go up the one block and I see all these lights. And <laughs> man, it's like there's like four cop cars sitting up there. They're not looking for me, but it's like, uh, you know, first you think it, then you do it. Yeah. All right. So... I almost, almost need to change my underwear. I go like he's got like white lightning in the back of his truck. He's trying like his heart's going. Yeah, it is. So I I go back up another block and I come up the block and then I look to see what the cops are looking at and I pull up to my friend's house and I think and when I get in there I go hey um I'm gonna be here a while until those cops are gone. Talk about paranoia. Are you playing tunes? No, I don't know what's going on. Oh, take that out. Oh, did him. I thought I was going Every time you plug in a, and take out a uh, USB, it's thought I had a music bed to go with the story. But anyway, so <laughs> so you know you want one? <laughs> and I saw I'm telling you, I saw more cops yesterday than I had seen all week and I just I knew it was my own paranoia, mm -hmm. but that's why again I was so glad that I wasn't going to have to come up route 3. <laughs> to, uh, oh yeah, so that, that this would not be good because of course in my other job, my other my the respectable, the, other, job. the respectable job that you actually pays your bills. And by the way, if you want to advertise with us, if you're crazy enough to come on board, because we're going to make fun of you anyway. Let's go see, to we've already blasted McDonald's oh, yeah. and Burger King and, and Pizza I just, Hut. I just and, beat up on uh, Geico. Taco, and Geico, Geico yeah. And uh, Chinese but restaurants. If we haven't killed you yet, <laughs> you know, go to danmason.com. That's D-A-N-M-A-Y-S-O-N. Yes, we put the Y in for savings. <laughs> 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 oh, <God. laughs> Whatever. 
Um, <laughs> hey, that'll work. Uh, the go SEC there, uh, click the contact button, and uh, and say we want to give you money. <laughs> you sound like you need money, so we're going to give uh, you some. Oh, anyway, we, you, you need something, by golf. Yeah, well, like I said, <clears throat> as long as you know we can keep getting together, we can keep doing this. But it's like would be nice to, you know. Get paid for it. Well, or at least be able to pay for some music. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so I said I was going to talk about television. Over this past week, uh, let's see here. Conan O'Brien got renewed by TBS. The guy with the forehead. Yeah, well, the guy with the funny, fluffy hair. You know, he's like six foot six. He's he's the whitest guy I've ever seen, man. Guy calling mayonnaise. Anyway, (laughs) so mayonnaise with red hair. So anyway, the network reached agreement with him uh, because, and the reason this all comes up, because for those of you who do watch television, you remember a few years ago when Jay Leno was going to leave The Tonight Show. Yeah, Jay Leno. Conan O'Brien was going to get the 1130 slot. And And they gave it to him. And they, they gave, it, gave to it to him, him. And then Leno said, hey, you know what? I'm kind of lonely. I need to come back. And yeah, so my cars aren't enough for me. Yeah. They paid Conan $48 million mm-hmm. to sit down and yeah. sit out. Yeah. Hey, I wish my radio station would give me $400 to sit out. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know. Anyway, so he sat out. He ended up getting a deal with TBS. And now it starts again. Because this week, this, again? this week, Jay Leno announced that he was going to leave The Tonight Show next <sighs> spring. So, waiting in the wings, Jimmy Fallon. Oh, no. Who, of course, has the uh, 1230 show now. So, Jimmy Fallon is going to get The Tonight Show. The first thing that happens is The Tonight Show moves from Burbank back to New York, where it started back in 1959 or 58 with Steve Allen. Steve Allen, yep. <clears throat> All right. Then, uh, like I say, so then Jimmy Fallon will be the host, and that's, you know, I, I figured The Tonight Show should be damn near dead here soon because uh, I mm. stopped watching it regularly when Johnny retired. Well, it's interesting you mentioned Jimmy Fallon because he actually filled in, I don't know if you know about this, that this was uh, more more white stuff. Sorry, but uh, <laughs> See, I used to watch 60 Minutes. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. 60 Minutes will return after these messages. Those stories good. and more. And speaking yeah. of 60 Minutes, I want to ask you about Andy but, Rooney. But, but, anyway. wait, but, but Jimmy Fallon actually filled in for Andy Rooney. Andy <laughs> Rooney took like a, I don't know, like a like a, a two-month sabbatical or whatever it was. And Jimmy Fallon came in and he was so, how how do you put this? Um, <clears throat> good, bad, you got to put it politely. Boring. Oh, he was man. so boring. And it was just enough to like, uh, they, they <laughs> broke him back and said, Andy. Dude, you got to come back. This guy Fallon is just. <laughs> he was like sitting there, like in front of a, like a fireplace, and he's. And I'm like, what? Is this like a script or something? It's the takeoff on Andy Rooney. No, it was worse. It, it wasn't oh. even like try, he was trying to be. He was trying to be funny. He was like he was trying to like do a stand up comedy with uh, a camera. You can't do that. No. You have to have a live audience. That's it. The reaction. Oh man. Well, you know the thing of it is, is that I I'm not impressed with Jimmy Fallon. The only thing I've ever seen him in recently is those commercials for whatever credit card he's doing. He's hawking something. Yeah. yeah. But uh, you know the thing of it is, is that the reason that Conan O'Brien didn't work out was because the network felt that he was too edgy for. 11.30 time slot. He's he's boring as well. well he, he's so deadpan. Well, they're all boring. Uh, I mean, you know, uh, Jimmy uh, Fallon's going to be boring. Jimmy Kimmel is boring. Uh, uh, well, Jay is even boring. Yeah, mm. you know. So uh, I'm sort I of miss guess- Andy Rooney. 
Speaking Remember of Andy, Andy Rooney. Rooney. Oh, you know, now there was a guy who, if his eyebrows didn't set you off, the voice would certainly get you. You ever wonder why they give you napkins when you go to a restaurant? I mean, usually they give you the nice cloth ones. But you go to these little restaurants like the McDonald's of the world, and they give you these paper napkins. Now, I go to a local place here in town that sells barbecue. I like barbecue. It's good. It's sweet. It's salty. And I like it. It's good for my heart. Well, maybe not that part. But anyway, I really like the barbecue. Now, when I mean the barbecue, I can get the sandwich or I can get the ribs. Now, I like the ribs. But they hand me these napkins and, oh, they're god-awful. I mean, I use the napkins to wipe my face and I wipe my hands. But then they break apart because they're so thin, I can read the obituary through the New York Times with it. It's terrible. So... You get these little tiny little packets they give you as well. They're like they got these like lemon juice or something folded up in a little tiny packet. But it really doesn't have lemon juice. It's just pretend. And it's supposed to smell like lemon juice, but it smells like rancid meat. Anyway, you open up the packet and you're supposed to wipe your hands with these things to clean yourself. But that doesn't work. Meanwhile, you got all these little bits of tissue and whatnot all over your food. It looks like sinew and you're not sure which part is meat. And which part you're supposed to not eat is paper towels and oh, it's disgusting. When I was a kid, you used to have these little bowls with lemon juice and water and you dunk your fingers in them and you clean your hands off. Now that was the way you used to do things. But apparently there's some federal law about having things open on the tables where you can't put your fingers in where other people are touching them. It is actually pretty gross if you think about it. I'm Andy Rooney. Anyway, Andy Rooney commentary on the ZBS I'm not quite Radio dead Network. yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That, is, uh, sorry. that was great. That I'm was, sorry. Uh, that yeah. was that was my my uh, <clears throat> my. Uh... <laughs> All right. Now, before we go to break, I, I've got to talk about one more thing and yeah. then we can go. All right. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. For those of you who are getting the program live, today is the seventh day of April. Mm hmm. For those of you who are listening two weeks from now, we did this on the 7th day of April. And tonight, the yeah. 7th of April, is one of the biggest events in the world. What's that? I'm not even talking about the ACMs. What's that? Academy of Country Music Awards. That's not even it. The biggest event in the world, WrestleMania. Dun, dun, dun. Boom. Dun, dun. Lots of big sweaty guys throwing each other around for three hours tonight. And, of course, if you want to watch it, you have to pay $70 for the pay-per-view. However, I save people money. Oh. Because every Monday morning after WrestleMania, I give all the results away for free. <laughs> <laughs> so take that, oh, Vince McMahon. Man. All right, this is the Slade and Mason Show. We'll return to the Slade and Mason Show after this.
I would never do that. To the Slade Mason show. Uh, before we get into. Uh, yeah. Okay. Rick D's and Disco Duck. Of course, that's what you were just listening to. And of course, so that we don't have to pay for this, I, we tell you little stories about. Uh, that, of course, was. Big hit for Rick Dees. Rick Dees, of course, was working in Nashville, Tennessee at the time at a radio station. He then went to KMPC. Now, I have a personal history with Rick Dees. It's like, um, I think that he's a jerk. Aww. A bigger jerk than me. Oh, well, that's saying quite a bit there. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you why. Okay. Uh, a few years ago, I was in Philadelphia Radio, and I was in a... Uh, that was in up in Pennsylvania, by the way. Yeah, I just right. like, okay. yeah, Libertyville and all that. <laughs> uh, and and uh, I was up. I was nominated for Major Market Radio Personality of the Year. Mm-hmm. Well, there were a couple of giants. I mean, uh, some of the people that I actually admire. And then there was Rick Dees. <laughs> okay. So imagine my chagrin when I get uh, the call that Rick Dees has won, and I'm. Standing there with nothing, because nobody remembers who comes in second. I came in second. Hmm. Rick Dees, of course, came in first. They later released Disco Duck, and the rest is history. I think he might still be a KMPC, but here's the deal, Rick Dees. Dick. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> now, now, now. Okay, listen. Now, now, now. I actually, no, listen. I actually, I actually love Rick Dees. I love what he's done because anybody who advances this profession, uh, I, I got to have my hat off to him. Except Howard Stern. Ooh. Now, there's an idiot and jerk. Oh, I think he's it's great. No, 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 no. I think it's great. I think it's great. No, no, no. See, the great thing is we will never have to tune our radio in and, find <clears> and hear him. He, right. he will never be there ever again. It's great. He made a promise to the world. I will never be on terrestrial radio ever again. And that's one promise we're glad he kept. <laughs> that's Thank one, you. yes. Thank, Thank you very you. much. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> He and his wife. He and his wife are very, very happy. Uh, private uh, part. Hey, listen, right. you are into you're into all kinds of stuff. It's like like uh, Netflix. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Interesting story. Um, they're they're really not sure what they're going to do about this, but um, what people are doing is like yourself. <laughs> they have sent back their box 
that's fine. That's great. <clears throat> and then they go knock on their next door neighbor's house. And they go, Jerry, Jerry, dude. Hey. Yeah, what do you know, man? Hey, listen, uh, 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 the WrestleMania is on tonight. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm going to head out of town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. It's cool. Listen, hey, um, listen, um, uh, your Wi Fi, uh, you know, I'm catching it, right? Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Um, I need, just for tonight, uh, your user ID and password for Netflix so I can watch it. <laughs> uh, well, no, really, just for tonight. All right. It's cool. Yeah. Because I'm heading out. You know, sorry. It's no big deal. Thank you. Very, very, very much. So this is happening all across this beautiful nation of ours. Hulu, yeah, Netflix, there's another one I can't remember, TV something or another. They all have these user ID and passwords that are specific. Oh, uh, Apple has one too, Apple TV. <clears throat> and when they addressed it, they, they basically gave one of those, Yes, we are very much aware of the situation at hand. We have reminded our users and they must be in compliance. Chapter 14. Sue, sue, sue. So, in short, they have no idea what they're going to do. Under penalty of law. Because, really, it's a wireless signal. It goes out. And if you're... Your Wi-Fi is open, or you've given the password for your Wi-Fi to begin with to your next-door neighbor, and you've also given them your Netflix. How can you differentiate between this computer and that laptop <laughs> as they're receiving the signal? You Aha, can't. That's right. And that's the big problem they now have, and that is becoming a major, major to-do throughout America. And I assure you, ladies and gentlemen, Netflix, Hulu, they're all working on this. Oh, uh, yeah. They want to get this thing. Oh, yeah. They're going to button this thing down because, quite frankly. They're tired of losing money. They're tired of losing money. Hand over fist. Why, I only had to go to the bank 16 times this week. I'm sick and tired of going to the bank 16 times. I want to go 37 times. I meant to, add, uh, you know, I meant to tell you, it's like this week, uh, besides my trip to take my friend to the uh, hospital, it's like I had to go to the doctor again. And let me tell you, when I was, my appointment in January ended up being canceled because the doctor was sick. So I went by early, my appointment was Wednesday afternoon, so I went by a little early thinking I might be able to sneak in. No, that's not happening. They said, oh. why don't you come back in about a half hour? Oh, I went back a half hour later. They said, oh, he's overbooked. So it's like, look, let's reschedule. So, uh, I mean, I only want to just go to make sure that everything's going the way it's Blood pressure's to be. good. Yeah, you know, exactly. You're because, not dead. Well, because, you know, I was I was a <coughs> big, Sorry. fat guy at one time. And, uh, you know, again, it, it wasn't discovering the obesity. But, uh, you know, it seems that you have some stuff about doctors and describing oh. and finding out how they figure out that you're a fat ass. So, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, boy, boy, boy. Well, it's, it's, it's interesting because I, I actually went in for um, uh, a physical about a year ago. I forget what the, the purpose of it was. I forget. Oh, I don't know. I, I was, you know, I'm getting to, I'm older now. And every once in a while, I'll do some, like, I'll shake. I'll shake. I'll shimmer and shake. <laughs> so, you know, they did the blood work. You know, you, you had to do the whole measure thing. And then, they, you know, and then they said, turn and cough. <laughs> Stop drinking. That's right. <laughs> so I said, you know, well, I'm not, I'm not the thinnest guy on the planet. And she's like, Psh, look, your BMI is just fine for your height. I said, okay, whatever that means. For those of us who are idiots, what is BMI? I don't know. Body mass, mass index. index. Yeah. So it's the amount of fat you have on your body 
versus how much fat you don't have on your body, <laughs> like what you have in a jar. Um, and there are actual people who are, are – there's a woman. I can't remember her name. Anyway, she's um, uh, listed as the ugliest woman around. <laughs> anyway, she has no fat in her in her body at all, zero fat. And she looks like a skeletal structure. Skeletor. She does. And she's got to be very careful the way she walks. And talks. Anyway, <clears throat> um, so now doctors are now getting together – and they realize that they have a, a obesity crisis in America. Oh, no lie. <laughs> and Pass they have me to a cookie, please. <laughs> I'd like one more of those donuts, please. Uh, that 35% of the adults in the U.S. are considered obese. I would venture to guess that that number is pretty darn close for the under 18 group, if you ask me. Uh, I see a lot of stocky kids in schools, and it's a, it's a little disturbing. But so they're trying to figure out how they can figure out what is the definition of obesity. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, body mass index is one way. If it's greater than twenty five percent, it's considered you know a risk, and then thirty percent a risk for heart. And look. Look, if, if you're, you're, if you're, if you're there, in your house, it's time to lose weight. If you if you sit down in a chair and go, yeah, you got to you, you got to lay off the donut. Shirt and anywhere in the vicinity, you hear, there she is. She's on the far left there. No, right there, right there, right here, right there. But, Can we get Freddie to pull that up? Yeah. She, uh, there, okay. I she saw has, her on she, board. Yeah, she has no fat in her head. That's all just muscle and skin. That's it. That's it. She eats. You know, boxes and boxes of donuts all day long. She's on all sorts of... Anyway, so she weighs about 90 pounds soaking wet. She's like six foot nine or something ridiculous like that. Anyway, um, so yes, we do have an obesity problem. The real problem is, just like I'm doing right now, I am sitting on my butt. Okay? I am chit-chatting with you. You could be sitting on your hands. I could. I could. But I couldn't get any work done that way because I thuck with my hands, you know? I thuck yeah, with my hands. So. Carmine. Yeah. But, <laughs> but here's the thing. Here, what? You know, the thing of it is, is that, look, having been mm-hmm. over 300 pounds and now having been under 200 pounds, it's a world of difference. But I still... Yeah, it's like, you know, somebody brought me a dozen jelly powdered oh, donuts man. from Canacle's Bakery, man. It's like, I mean, I, hey, it, it's just there. But I'm still at a very trim svelte 190, thank you. I'm not touching that. Hey, you better not. I don't play that game. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but, you know, the thing of it is, is that, hey, it's not real hard. We talked about this in a, a pre- prior show. Mm-hmm. You know, Jerry Springer having to have to go to this woman's house and cut her walls out. I mean, at some point. You really have to at say some enough point, is you, enough. You walk in front of a mirror and you see. And you go, whoa. Who in the. What was that? Wow. Who was that? You know, and when you raise your arm, it's like, you know, again, you sh- you wave your arm and it don't stop shaking for like <laughs> five minutes. If you could do Alfred Hitchcock impersonations without trying, (laughs) then you know. If you're running down the beach and you're getting the hell beat out of you by your belly, it's time to do something about it. I mean, there's all there is to it. That is true. true. Oh, I see you sitting there playing with buttons. Is it that time already? I think it is time. All right, Dave. Kick us uh, out. This is the Dan Mason and the Uh, J.D. Slade. The Slade and Mason, Dan Mason show. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, Kind of like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is the Slade and Mason show. (laughs) We'll be right back. (laughs) 
Today in history, April 7th, 451, Attil the Hun sacks the town of Metz and attacks other cities in Gaul. Why the Gaul, that guy acting like, 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 like he were the Till the Hun? Which he is. Never mind, never mind. 1767, we finally see the end of the Burmese-Siamese War. This ran from 1765 to 1767, obviously. It's amazing how long those cat fights continue. 1827, John Walker, the English chemist, finally sells the first friction match that he invented the previous year. He'd been standing on that corner for quite some time with that little tin cup. 1967, film critic Roger Ebert publishes his very first film review in the Chicago Sun-Times. Little known fact, it was actually Night of the Living Dead. He said, it was awesome. And finally, 1999, we finally see the end of that two-decade-long war between the European Union and the United States and Latin America. There's, of course, the pricing of bananas. Thank goodness we can enjoy bananas now without having to worry about these terrible tariffs. The war is over. I'm Dan Mason, and that's April 7th. The Slade and Mason Show after this. Yeah. 
sorry about that, gang. But now we must return you to the Slade and Mason show. Don't clear your throat while the mic's open. <laughs> <laughs> Don't cough either. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Uh, uh, yeah, that's exactly yes, what I felt when I heard I feel Kenny much better now. doing I Like <laughs> Now, 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 now. It's important to point out. No, <laughs> yeah, you do go. something educational here. I'll just come up with the smart-ass comments. Now, Kenny Nolan... Uh, was uh, a song singer-writer, and he composed the song I Like Dreamin' in 1977. I wish the hell Which he achieved the number three position on the charts of the Billboard Hot 100. It was a different era. It was a different day. It was number four. They didn't have the anything else. He was listening chart. He was competing with Easy Walter Egan's listening. Magnet and Steel. Well. And Brandy. You have to understand. From The Looking Glass. It was a beautiful song at the time, and he no, also co-wrote some other wonderful songs, such as Frankie Valli's My Eyes Adored You. Yep, it's along that Bell's same silly line. Lady Marmalade, he helped co-write that one as well. Yeah, he wrote uh, uh, Gucci, and... Gucci, ya, 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 ha, ha. <laughs> this or... has been the educational program of the Slade and Mason Show. Where... And for those of you who just Googled that answer, uh, we apologize for the uh, inaccuracies and the rudeness that Mr. Slate has projected upon us. That, of course, protects us from copyright laws. We are using that strictly for educational purposes so that you understand who Kenny Nolan is and why we played I Like Dreaming. And why we'll never play it again. All right, we return you now to the Slade and Mason show. Okay, now the educational portion. No, I, I mean, listen, when, when I Like Dreaming came out, you know. I, we all I mean, liked it. Well, no, I never liked yes, it. Yes, you did. I did not you like, did. I never liked that song. You I'm did. sorry. It's you like, it was one of those syrupy white bread did. songs that just, you, you. yeah, Dude. Made me break out in hives. <laughs> <laughs> See, I can't say this kind of stuff on my other radio show. If I don't show. like something, man, it's like I, I gotta, I gotta swallow it. And you go, great oh, stuff. Oh, it was great, beautiful. Uh, I like John Deere trucks. John Deere, <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> well, there goes another sponsor, John Deere. <laughs> I think the whole idea is that we just have to just insult every industry and every business until uh. one of them says. All right, we like that joke, so we'll pay for it. Okay, so which means that, oh, by the way, uh, when we did the uh, Today in History, uh, I did that over a month and a half ago. I had no, no. idea hey, that Roger, Roger Ebert was going to pass die. away. I, at least I didn't defend him. I thought it was funny. Hey, you know what? It we happened. We made light of it. All right. We did make light of it. Well, but Roger Ebert would have appreciated the joke. He probably would. He put it. <laughs> It was awesome. Of course, we'll never know because he ain't uh, talking. Uh, of course, he hadn't yeah, talked yeah. for a couple of years. Yeah, it's true. That's true. <laughs> See, that's oh. why we do this because we get to just say things and you're gonna get in yeah. trouble. All, All right. right. So, I just I wait a minute before you do that. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Now, listen. I went through your IMAX experience. <laughs> <laughs> Is this going to be another IMAX experience? No. Okay. Of course then, not. Okay, then go. No. Right, then go ahead. All right. Watch so, it. So <laughs> get ready to kill his mouth. Uh, the signal. <laughs> so now, uh, Ken Seagal, no relation to Steve Seagal. Oh, they uh, break anybody's arm. He was working for uh, Apple with Steve Jobs, and he uh, 
he was the first creative director at this wonderful little daytime. Anyway, uh, here's the deal. He came on board and um, they named uh, the names of the products didn't just come out of a hat. They didn't say, hey, we're going to have a contest this week and we're going to name these new products we got here. So uh, we're going to put this box up here in the corner and you guys are going to put your little names in there. We're going to name them. No. Um, someone paid cash money to come up with such diabolical <laughs> diabolical names as iPhone and iPad. So um, when they came out with the iPhone, they called it the iPhone. iPhone. And then when they came out with the second generation iPhone, they called it the iPhone, iPhone 2. 2. Yeah, see, and okay. You got with, okay. So then when they came up with the, the fourth generation, they came up with the iPhone, iPhone 4. 4. So when they came up with the fifth generation, they called it the iPhone, iPhone 4S. <laughs> and they're like, uh, uh, and they're they're not quite sure what they named the S4. Uh, <laughs> I have a couple of words that match up with it. Stupido, uh, silly. Excrement. <laughs> Excrement doesn't start with, a, oh, oh, that other word. Uh, well, um. Uh, apparently, I, I do recall when they did that, and what that was all about, if you recall, that was when Steve Jobs was a little under, under the weather. weather. <laughs> right to hell, we're well, going to we, hell. He was not feeling all that well, so it was, you know, let's quickly get this to market, and I think the so S stood for Steve. Steve. Yeah. Yeah, the for Steve, and... Now, so now they've off, all, you know, now they're off that. Now they have the sixth generation, which is now screwed up, and the sixth generation is now called the iPhone five. Oh yeah, okay. So now we have to. It's that whole, yeah, you know, okay. like Vista, Semantic. you know, Windows, Windows seven, which is really Windows nine apparently. <laughs> but who's keeping track of this? You are. Yeah, that's right, baby. That's right. So that was my little prod on there. I, you know. Also, the the iPad. You know, I'm I'm thinking we should have a contest here. Oh no! Oh yeah. <laughs> well, we'll right. find out who's listening now. If you if you're listening, and you would like to win your very own iPad, your very only, very only <laughs> Slade and Mason authentic iPad, latest generation, brand spanking. New. Log in. Send us an email. We will choose an email at random. You must use in there somewhere the term free iPad. Make sure we have your contact information so we can contact you to get you a free iPad. The winner will be announced later on. Um, I don't know, probably uh, next month if we're still here. <laughs> Uh, we will be giving away a free <laughs> iPad. So <laughs> we'll see if so they're we'll listening see, now. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so there yeah. you go. That's right. the offer. We and and it'll it'll be a real of real free iPad, iPad. right? Yeah, yeah absolutely, yeah, no absolutely. We're not we're not no, kidding. I'm here. a we, man we of my want, word. We so. want listeners, and we want them to. And we want you guys to enjoy yourselves, and, and uh, you can with a free and, iPad. Yeah, you. Maybe you could. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> All right, let's see. You know, you, you were talking you about- You got to be really these, good at it, though. These different names what? and how they came up with names. Oh. Uh, I remember listening, and I heard this- um, you know, we all know the classic story, the Disney story of uh, Snow White and Seven Dwarfs. Do dopey, you know? yeah, droopy, dopey, droopy, sneepy, sneepy whatever. Okay, oh, yeah, yeah, right. It's right. like uh, anyway, they actually had thirty-eight names that they were going to choose from. What? Yeah, they actually had thirty-eight names because you know they were gonna they were gonna one was going to be called remorseful and so on and so forth, and they wanted to keep it simple. Uh, yeah, you could check this out. I wouldn't kid you. You know, it's like I have no time for lying okay. on the radio. So, you know. Anyway, but they they finally got by committee and decided that uh, he's he's going to look. He's see he doesn't believe. See if I can get uh, Freddie to pull this up. See right? he <clears throat> again. You know, I come out with this stuff and they go, "Oh, he is so full of it. Mm-hmm. It's bovine excrement." It's like you know, again, I can't believe he actually says that stuff. But you will find out that I'm telling the truth this time. I don't know. Let's see. What did they? And where are you getting? <laughs> Whoa, fired? what is this? Like I say, there were a lot of names that they decided back in 1938, I think it was. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Let's see, we got. Uh, yeah. Wow, thanks, Freddie. We got Blick, Flick, Glick. <laughs> Careful with his next one. <laughs> well, it starts with a P. Uh, Quee, Snick, and Wick. We had. Oh, my. And I, what is this we're going to do? So these were variations and, and, and derivations that they actually threw around. Wow! To when they were going to redo it, and they had, oh, how original! Friday, Monday, Saturday, <laughs> Sunday, Thursday. Gorm, Knurps, Niffle, Gwarks. I see. Gwers, I told you, man. It's like I, I heard this. Shrot, and I thought it was sounds amazing. like something I did earlier today. Because, because we've what? all seen, we've all seen this movie. Wow! You know, and just think, could you imagine seeing wow. Gorm? <clears throat> Or wow. Tick <laughs> features. Let's see, the night one features six of the dwarfs and the ace and the henchmen. You Stone and the henchmen. You have to speak up, and you, you can't just go. Now this looks kind of scary. Oh, the Snow White and the okay. Wow, I I had no idea that they had all those funny. Now the 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 official that we all know from 1937, of course, is bashful, doc, dopey, grumpy, happy, sleepy, and of course, what I've been today, sneezy. There you go, sinuses. Well, it is It is that time oh, of the year. We don't are even, just, don't even yeah. bring it up because it's like I was at a friend of mine's greenhouse uh, this week. Yeah. I've done a lot of stuff this week. You know that? It's like I, it's amazing. Did you see an IMAX film too? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I went into the guy's greenhouse, yeah. and it, it was the most heavenly smell. I mean, I just loved it. It just... Mm. Mm, well, about five minutes later, oh, I'm gasping for air. I'm like, oh, my my nose is blocked. It's like, oh, I know what's coming. Because, like I say, I didn't even get sinusitis until I was 40. You know? uh, I'm not looking a, forward to that. It's yeah, a gift we all get. It's a gift. And so riding down the road with Dan with his big box of tissues in the windshield, <laughs> and every time he makes a turn, the tissue box shifts to the other side. Lions I'm in your catching lap. catching it in my lap. Yeah, and I'm reaching down in his lap and pulling the box away. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, so this is interesting. I'm, I'm reading about, uh, so, uh, you know, right now we have, we have a little battle going on between Target, Best Buy, Radio Shack. They're all, like, vying for your electronic goods because- Quite frankly, we can get them made cheap in China. <laughs> and you'll buy them like every weekend. Hey, the new Whizbang's out. Let's go buy a new Whizbang. Yeah, get a new one. It has a letter R on it. I had one that had a T, but this one's got an R. All right. So, I said. 
Uh, <laughs> anybody want an iPad? Um, so uh, what I'm reading here, it, I did not even know this. That apparently, this right here. Uh, let's see. So Best Buy is trying to redo itself. A lot of people are what's it's called showrooming. I don't know if you're aware of this. No. What happens is you'll go down to Best Buy, and you'll you'll find a new monitor. You'll find a new keyboard. You'll find a new whatever adapter. I won't. You well, you may. You no, may. I won't. Well, you, let, you let's see if you need. Let Let's say if I sent you down with a budget and said I want you to go get a new microphone. How many advertisers do we have? Not many left. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what happened was Best Buy would uh, watch people walk in the door. Look at the price. Look at the look at the device, and they got the little handheld. They go, ping. Oh, Amazon's got it for twenty bucks less, and they walk out the door. <laughs> so what Best Buy did was they set it up so they said, okay, here's the deal. Whatever Amazon has it for, we'll sell it to you for. That's the deal. Okay. So everybody who walks in that door, if they're looking to buy, they're going to buy it from Best Buy. Okay. So in theory. In theory. But what I did not realize was that, uh, you know, Target was trying to get into the whole shebang as well. And they actually had, uh, believe it or not, Best Buy, the geek heads coming in. <laughs> yeah, okay. So that they would actually the be squad. there. The geek squad. Uh, well, they just shut that down and said that their six-month experience had run its course and it was not renewing the partnership. Uh, which I think was a mistake to absolutely, well, first of all, let them in the store to begin with. And another failed uh, in-store kiosk was having, <laughs> I, I can't make this up, Radio Shack was in the Target stores. Radio Shack. The Shack. The Shack. Uh, uh, do you need an RCA to a uh, one-quarter inch stereo plug with a tip and ring adapter? Because you, you, you know, I got one of those for you. You'd be amazed, Dan. It's like I actually worked at a Radio Shack for about 10 years. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it was one of those memorable experiences. Hey, half this setup is Radio yeah, Shack. Yeah, okay? I know. I recognize yes, a lot of the stuff. This so. adapter right here, this one here, this one coming out of the... Uh, the, the but uh, the, but what I, I found yeah. out, yeah, what I found out is that if you have any knowledge of electronics at all, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know more than they do. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, guess what? One more day. Uh, one more day. Radio Shack. Well, so much Radio Shack, you know, the one we advertise with. And you're right, because I've walked in there and, you know, I, I've said, yeah, I need an RCA male coupler to a DB15 with an RS232 outport. And they look uh-huh. at me and go, and the drool comes out of the corner. <laughs> uh, I think it's over there yeah. on the wall. Or it's in the drawer back over there. Uh, did uh, We're selling cell phones. Did you want to buy a cell phone? <laughs> no, I have a cell phone. Thank you very much. Where would I find that DB15 connector? Uh, <laughs> Blank stare. <laughs> Mouth gaped open. <laughs> no, I did have, I had two friends who actually were geekazoids who actually worked at Radio Shack. You'd walk in there and you'd say, yeah, I need uh, I need four pair twisted. Oh, all right. Do you need twenty two or twenty four gauge? Yeah. Oh, uh, I guess uh, twenty two be okay. You know, you can get by with the twenty four. Well, I don't know. What are you running on? Ten base T. Oh, cool. All right. <laughs> are you running up the plenum? Yeah, I can hold it plenum. All right. So you need it uh, plenum rated. You need uh, two four uh, two pair twisted, or you need four pair twisted. Well, I don't know. What are you running on? 
Well, I'm going to run an Apple. Well, you can't run Apple on this one. Why not? Well, you need the Apple Core. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Do you have that? Yeah, we have that in the back. We'll take it back. And they I would have, have to these tell conversations. You that, ladies and gentlemen, my eyes glazed over about <laughs> two minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Do you remember the first show we did, Dan? And we were talking. I was telling you about. You gonna put this on one ten connector? Yeah, those specialty jokes. You know, it's like oh, one ten connector. Plumbers uh, convention. Yeah, they put the eyeball. Yeah. And 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 he said toast, ah, toast. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, so that's it. All right. Well, you know what? It's like it, when we it come does back. Happen. I want to talk about. Are we uh, coming back? Yeah, it's almost that time again, my friend. Oh, um, again, when we come back, we're going to talk about something that you do often, and that is take the family out. Do I? And take the family out. And why Chuck E. Cheese is always a great place to go. <laughs> I'm about to insult one more potential advertiser. We're off and losing already, guys. We're the Slade and Mason Show. We'll return to the Slade and Mason Show after this. Sorry about that, gang. But now we must return you to the Slade and Mason Show. We'll return to the Slade and Mason Show after this. Secret things that turn a boy into a man. 
Turn you to the Slade and Mason Show. Ah, uh, there we go. Hey, Dan the Man Mason here with you. That was, of course, uh, Boomer Castleman with uh, Judy May. And I chose that particular song because it was on the CD at the time. Uh, my little partner has wandered off to and fro to. Uh, to uh, make light of uh, uh, his uh, his uh, his biological system, if you know what I mean there. Uh, so uh, Owen Castleman uh, came up with that song. It was in 1975. It reached 33 on the charts. And uh, unfortunately, that made him a one-hit wonder. Um, so um, he joins the list of uh, hundreds, if not thousands. Let me take a look and see. Uh, remember Pac-Man Fever? We had that. Uh, with the uh, Buckner Garcia, also another great uh, one-hit wonder. I actually have that as a 45, but it's like a 10-inch 45, and it shows like the screen of Pac-Man. It's the funniest thing you ever saw in your life. Um, <clears throat> J.P. Richardson, of course, another great one-hit wonder with the uh, 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 Chantilly May. Chantilly May. crappy song. Yes, I've, <laughs> so Mr. Slade has returned here, but... Uh, uh, I just found it interesting. There's so many amazing one-hit wonders during the 70s and 80s. Like that last song. Like that last song. And hit is a, you know, it's a a subjective word. (laughs) I mean, 33 on the chart, not so great. Uh, what was that song called? Silly uh, May? Something, I don't know. What do you think I was like? Paying attention? Uh, Judy May. Judy May. I knew it was somebody, one of them May sisters. That was awful. It was. <laughs> Here's the official site. I guess the guy's still alive. <laughs> oh, no. His site is offline. Oh, what a shame. All right. Um, so it's interesting here. There was a little side story with this whole Radio Shack thing. Um, there is talk about, believe it or not, the death of the PC. The death of the PC. We're only about, oh, stop it. You know, we're only about, what, three, four, it's four years now we've got the iPad, if I'm not mistaken. Is it four years? Oh, I'm still thinking about the iPad we're going to give somebody. Oh, yeah. (laughs) One of a kind, guys. One of a kind. So 
Um, so we're four years <clears throat> in. in it's probably about four. I forget what the history is. It's not that long. We're less than ten years in, and the PC has been with us in seventy eight. Is that right? Right. Well, with the, let me think. Uh, seventy eight. Yeah, Apple. Okay, yeah. Apple came out with it. So I find it really difficult to believe that we are going to see the end of the PC. I will say this though. I will say the people who know how to use a PC will continue to be able to uh, make money because I am in a work environment where you need to know how to use a PC and you need to know how to use it really well. You need to know all the tricks on the keyboard. You need to know how to use two systems, two monitors up in front of you and work the phones and talk to them at the same time. If you know how to use this little <laughs> handheld device, beep, 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 and that's all, you ain't getting a job. Well, you know, I, I, of course, when I had my magazine, of course, we did everything on Apple. Yeah, I, I know. Thinking, you know. Again, because it was just best for laying out. They embraced the graphics and sure. That's right. Yeah. Uh, however, I have been ruined because since I got out of business, it's like I've been stuck with PCs. and <sighs> uh, There are wonderful programs out there for doing the same thing that you did in your Apple. Yeah, but it's like it was just and something. I, I, I could be an elitist slob by saying, yes, free. I use Apple. Yes, yes but they're Apple Because I am the king of cheap there. Yeah, that's right. If you want to know free, <clears throat> and I listen, I, I said when we. Let's ruin we were, another one. You know, Microsoft. Right. Instead that's of using it. Microsoft Open Office, <laughs> uh, using Office, you can do something use called Open Office. That's right. It's absolutely free. It has a Microsoft Word-like device. Kentucky Fried Chicken. It has PowerPoint. Taco Bell, it has a PowerPoint style. Macintosh, it does Excel files. Microsoft. It does everything. Oh, oh, Access. You guys have Access. We have Access. Um, so and it's free. And you just do Open Office and go to Open Office. Another one that you use. So who was that? Well, I, I listen. I'm ready to. It's my turn to ruin. Oh, business. I'm sorry. Go ahead. All right. Um, Listen, Dan, you No, have... I'm all about, you know, because I actually have it. Look, I have I know. I have word, you know, I have word, you no, know, but I also have open office because it loads instantly. And you'll oh, see sorry, Are you taking kickbacks from open office? There that is no I don't kickback. They don't they don't yeah. charge you anything. It's I... free. Okay, there is no free lunch. This one's free. There is no free lunch, Dan. Free. Speaking of lunch. Yes. You have Hungry? four children still, don't you? Uh, this week, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how often do you take the kids out to eat? Oh, we try to <laughs> we we try to avoid that at all. Costs. <laughs> I forgot. Uh, what I was talking yeah. To. <laughs> uh, you know, it's it's interesting you mention that because uh, uh, Mrs. Mason works for a uh, a testing lab for a particular facility. I'll just say that. And she said a lot of them came from where they did testing for you know. Uh, processed foods and things of that nature for meats and things of that nature. And she says all those people who worked in those facilities, they've all become, <laughs> wait, don't laugh yet. They've all become vegetarians. <laughs> and with one exception, the one, uh, she cuts her own meat. She will prepare her own meat. She will dress her own meat. She will not buy processed anything. Well, so, I see, and I wasn't did you want to share something with me on that? Because, I wasn't even going with the health okay. aspect. So the the same the same you know well you know it's interesting because I'll I'll go out to eat and I'll eat something. And I'll go, I paid eight ninety nine for this four dollars. I could have made this at home. It would have tasted like absolute heaven. But it's, nope, eight ninety nine plus I got to pay tax and I got to give some lady a check uh, a tip. So, and it tastes like garbage. And it tastes like garbage. 
Well, the reason I brought it up was Why? not because I wasn't going to be talking about the quality of food because we know that fast food is crap. Oh. I, uh, let's see. Yeah. Now I take one big broad brush and get them all. <laughs> yeah. All right. But but if I, you'd like to be a sponsor <laughs> of our program, <laughs> please visit danmason.com. Dan Mason, M-A-Y-S-O-N, that Y is for savings, <laughs> dot com. Well, but I, what I was bringing it up was because the amount of violence, I mean, out and out sheer masochistic violence that's going on, especially in Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> I mean, you know, this was the place where a kid could be a kid and where they got little coins and games and such. It's like every mm-hmm. week I'm getting a story about a bunch of parents who decide they're just going to tear the joint oh. up. Well, with that spirit in mind... I am here to perform a public service. I want to make sure that the next time you go to your favorite fast food restaurant, you, uh, you're safe. My first tip to you would be to eat only in well-managed fast food restaurants. If the manager is walking around slapping kids in the head, that's probably not somewhere you want to go. Make your fast food purchases during the morning or afternoon instead of late at night there's a reason for this because number one you want to choose to eat at a fast food restaurant that's not located near bars or gang hangouts <laughs> some people just need practical advice right if yo come on yeah what are you doing man hey 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 who's got the luga i bought the luga where he's got the bullets you right no man i come back in the car Hey, if the people or activities in the fast food restaurant make you uncomfortable, leave. <laughs> hey, you gonna clean that gun here? You gonna clean the car? Let's go. Avoid fast food restaurants that have experienced violent incidents or that have been uh, robbed. Fourteen hundred served in twelve shot. <laughs> In the past week. And be careful how you express yourself in public. Tonight's special, Long Pig. That's one of those inside jokes that no one knows about. Yeah, what is that? Long Pig? Yeah. That's human. Long Pig? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's when when you become a cannibal and you eat human flesh. It's called Long Pig. You ruined a very good of a careful person becoming a victim are slim. Even witnessing violence perpetuated on someone can be traumatizing. Like 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 video games. Hey, it's beauty. Minimize your chances of becoming a victim or becoming traumatized. Stay away from Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, one Ooh, more advertiser yeah, off, the one off the wall. So we've we've destroyed. Let's see the Target Geek Squad. We've gotten rid of Radio Shack. Uh, oh, Circuit City. Are they still around? Let's just no, beat them done. up. They're All done. right, they're gone. Yeah. Okay. Um, I will remark though. I I got to tell you, I like that. I will remark. Um, you know, I I hate shopping. No, you don't. You're lying. I hate shopping for clothes. Oh, I hate okay. shopping oh. for shoes, especially. I would much rather take a needle to the eye than I... go shopping for shoes. So, which when eye? I go... either one? Just pick one and go. <laughs> Just pick one and point. So, uh, you know, I'll go to uh, uh, Wally World, and I will go in, and I, I hate. I'll just go. 
I'll go box, 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 brown, 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 brown. Looks like garbage. Looks like garbage. Looks like garbage. I don't want to throw up. Okay, I'll take those. I don't want to throw up. All right. And they're you know they're always like twenty four ninety five, twenty four ninety five, twenty four ninety five, and they last three weeks. <laughs> and the bottoms all rip open, and you know of course it always rains the following day, and I'm I'm just all done. I'm all done. I will remark that the shoes I'm wearing today, I purchased a year ago. They, I mean, granted, you're supposed to get shoes like every three to six months, but I wear shoes. I buy a pair hey. of shoes, and I just want them to last until forever. they fall apart. That's right. So the tips are starting to fall apart. The bottoms have retained themselves. I got two solutions: duct tape, Gorilla Glue. Gorilla. <laughs> I like duct tape. <laughs> it's awfully nice. <laughs> hey, did you hear about the the uh, the uh, prom couple? Yes. Did you hear about that? Yes, they put together their own prom outfit with duct tape. Yes, sir. Boy, the rednecks are out there <laughs> in spades. 87 hours it took to put together the suit for him and the dress for her. They didn't spend that much time studying their whole high school <laughs> career, but they had 87 hours. To What's put that duct tape? <laughs> oh, man. They said they sweat like pigs because it doesn't breathe. It, it doesn't, doesn't breathe. breathe. It's just plastic. But um, I will remark that these shoes that I'm wearing are the most comfortable shoes I have purchased in a long time and they have lasted a year. And I will plug the company in just a second. They are... Oh, let's see. No, you can't. It's rubbed Why off. Not? It's No, it's, it's Dockers. Okay, so now... So I don't know what to say. I'm, I'm, I do. I'm, I have something to say. Now, the Wally World ones lasted 30 days. Here's the problem I have with Dockers. Now, these last... Now, I paid... <laughs> About $60 for them, which was like a huge amount of money for me. But I figured, you know what? I'm I'm at Sears, and I'm going to buy them. And if they are lousy, I'm going to take them back. And I didn't have to take them back. Oh, well, here's What do you want to say about Dockers? Dockers. What? Because Dockers, of course, made the expandable pants for those guys who were, you know, getting a little Good wider. Words. Yeah. I love these Donuts, <laughs> you know what I call Dockers, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> they are FAPs. What is it? FAPs. F A. Fat F- ass pants. <laughs> <laughs> the new Docker 14s. The expandable weight. Oh yeah, man! Like I say, and and see, of course. You are. Come on, you are. Everything that is in your size, you do not need to wear. And Dockers are one of them. Because come here, Come here. Come over here. Come I'm here. Telling come you, they look like the back of a movie screen. <laughs> <laughs> and then you put your wallet. <laughs> and it looks like you got two gerbils in the back. <laughs> uh, Dockers oh, man. out. Okay. Uh man. My my the one word I hated most uh when shopping growing up as a child. Husky. Yes, that's the word. <laughs> Uh, come here dan we're going over into the husky section no i was in the big and tall man store but i wasn't tall (laughs) (laughs) yeah huskies Uh, huskies Huskies. oh man everything i wore was husky 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 and the and the pant legs just didn't fit you're like that one on I always squeaked got as they went on. Damn husky corduroys. Oh, man. <laughs> 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 oh, 
Oh, what a mess. What a mess. I don't know. How do we survive that? Um, through humiliation. And yeah. We, this is why we do what we do, because comedy is it, it's brought out of pain. <sighs> and and every week I write jokes for my radio show that I and I run them by Dan. <laughs> and I either get I get the 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 obligatory snickel. Or I get the groan. I, get the, like, well, I guess uh, uh, I guess you weren't, weren't enough, enough pain. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but uh, yeah, I was in pain a couple of weeks ago. I had uh, five stellar jokes that I wrote. Though. They were pretty good. They were pretty good. Um, it's just that, um, yeah, they just weren't. Um... <laughs> I'm reading. I'll tell you why I'm looking because it's like I, I just got it. I got this itch since I was trying to tell people how to keep from fighting when they go to fast food restaurants. Uh, now I'm looking at how you can avoid this. I love the title of this. All right, get ready, Dan. Go ahead. How <laughs> to protect yourself from aggravated assault? <laughs> These are like all oh, the little. Si- this how is to, oh I thought it was an ad on the side. No, it's how to protect yourself oh, from man. aggravated assault too. All right, let's go down and see if I can cover a couple of these points. Ah, let's see here. In comparison of the amount of crime in mm. US cities with a population of a half million or more, Baltimore is second only to Detroit. There are many reasons other than robbery. For example, Baltimore has its share of gangs. Gangs? Yeah. What? Yeah. Gangs? Road rage incidents lead to aggravated assault no. as well. No. So when I go here to find out, mm-hmm. it says, AAA has additional suggestions to avoid dangerous road rage incidents. And they are. Well, let me see here. I, <clears throat> I was afraid to click them because, you know, <laughs> practical advice is just not my thing. Uh, let's see here. Come on. Give me something. Give me something good here that I can... Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Believe it or not, disputes over parking spaces lead to a lot of domestic violence. <sighs> I have learned in all my years, there are a couple of things that I do not do. Number I one. Do not, I do not fight for washers or dryers in public laundromats. Mm, yeah, bad idea. If it is uh, inclement weather and I go to the grocery store, I'm not going to fight over a loaf of bread. Nah, bad move. I will walk. I will take my fat butt and walk the extra 300 yards from a parking space to get to the store rather than argue with somebody about that parking space. And I've seen I've seen people jumping out and yelling and screaming. As a matter of fact, we have a, um, I'll say a a neighbor. (laughs) And uh, I would suspect, and I, I was turning in off the main road here, and his car was stopped at the stoplight. And he was rolling down his window. (laughs) <laughs> and I saw another car coming towards me was another vehicle that pulled off to the side. And they were having an altercation. And I'm thinking, for what? You're at a stop sign. What could this guy have done? What, he, he just wasn't waiting long enough? And you were going to go out and the guy pulled out in front of you? I mean, just go, you know, we go, you go, people make mistakes. And all you just need to do is go, huh, sorry, you're good. It's good. You know, you feel yeah. really silly doing it, but it's like you're letting them know that, hey, I didn't mean to do that. I'm right, sorry. Right, right. When, when, when we went out, when we took the entire Mason clan to Hawaii, <laughs> oh, we we learned. Uh, not to take the Mason clan to Hawaii. <laughs> we learned, yeah, among other things. We learned something. This is it. You ready? Look at that. See this. Do you know what that is? Yeah, that's. Uh, Do you that's, know what that's uh, called? Uh, that's the universal sign for it's, uh, peace. Hang, or, it's you know, cool. Yeah. It's called a shaka. 
Oh, okay. Okay? And you make mistakes on the road, and you go, you just throw a shock out, and they're like, eh, it's cool. You know, just don't do it Isn't again. Is that a shock? No, 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 no. <laughs> that, that one's not a shock. I have to have a peace sign. <laughs> yeah. All right. We're number one. All right. Well, this is the Slade Mason Show. Don't touch that dial. Not that there's any dial, but we'll be right back with the Slade and Mason Show. You could sit and listen to them all day long. But sadly, things interrupt your life, like the untimely death of a loved one. No more time to listen to that. Wouldn't it be great if you could just deal with it and get over with it? We at Brennan Funeral Home get the joke. We understand. Life is busy. You want to move on. At Brennan Funeral Home, we have the four-hour service available to you as a package. You come into us with your loved one by 9 a.m. and we'll have you out the door by 1. No relatives available? We have the Sunnyside Nursing Home next door. We could have mourners at your funeral service in just under 15 minutes. Still not fast enough for you? Uncle Charlie just not a whole lot of fun when he was alive? Probably not as much fun after he's gone as well. We do have the exclusive drive-by service. That's right. Uncle Charlie will be put up in a stationary position in a drive-by window where you can stay in your car and pay your respects. After passing the first window, you'll get a validation at your second window with a photograph of you mourning Uncle Charlie. And if you don't have a funeral plot, don't worry. Crematorium services are available right next door at Walter's Barbecue. The kiln is only used two days out of the week, which leaves us another five days to take care of Uncle Charlie. So remember, if your loved one just passed away, come on down to Brennan's Funeral Home. We'll have him cleaned, packed, stuffed, and ready to go in just under four hours. Brennan's Funeral Home, in 15 convenient locations throughout the city. Brennan's Funeral Home. You're busy. We get it. Starting to worry me I ain't ready for no family ties Nobody's gonna hurry me 
Just keep it friendly, girl, cause I don't want to leave. Don't start clinging to me, girl, cause I can't breathe. Baby, baby, don't get hooked on me. Baby, baby, don't get hooked on me. Cause I'll just use you, then I'll set you free. That's right, Johnny Dark. Tell him what he's won. <laughs> you, you laugh. I know Johnny Dark. You won an all-expense-paid trip to Barbados, New Jersey. That's right. You and a friend will be hanging out at Barbados, New Jersey. That's next to Seahawkers. Yes. Seahawkers. That's right. Yeah. That'll be right down the road from Hohokus and Saskatchewan. Okay, so while you were, while you were, oh, wait a minute. You'll be staying at the Holly Inn. Hey, listen, you played yeah. it, so you come up with the educational facts of oh, baby, yeah, don't baby, get hooked baby, on don't me. Oh, yeah, baby, baby, don't hook on me. Well, all right, so He's let me. He's going to start lying here. He's, listen to him Once fumbling. upon a time. Yeah. A long, long time ago in a far, far away land. <laughs> All right, so that was. Uh, Mac Davis. Mac Davis. Let me pull it up here. So the interesting thing about that particular song, as far as I'm concerned, that was a one-hit wonder, but yeah, it wasn't. It's like I can't believe you uh, actually played that. We're going to have. Do you a know that actually got week. that was a number one hit? It got to the number one position. Dan. Dan. And that was nine. Yeah, 1972. I don't care. What? It's like if you ever played that song again, it's like that and the Ozark Mountain Daredevil. But it was, <laughs> but it was interesting. It was, it was, uh, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was. It actually got onto the Billboard Hot 100 number one position, and it was a country single. 
and reached number 26. Yeah, that's right. See, that is the people, frightening thing even about country it. country people had brains about that song. Yep. Man. It was recorded in March of 2000, uh, 1972 and sadly released in July of 1972. Mac Davis, of course, rode the coattails of fame, got his own TV show a little mm-hmm. later after that. And uh, and now we sort of go, where, where is, is Mac now? Davis? Yeah, find Mac out. Davis. I Mac Davis. Um, Vegas. Let's see if we can get Freddie to pull it up here. Uh, all right, while you're getting Freddie to do that, it's yeah. like while you while we were away listening to that silly song. Oh, <clears> he's he's dead. No, he's oh, still okay. He's not dead yet. What happened? No, okay. They he's, haven't gotten to him yet. He's seventy-one years young, old, okay, old, old. Okay, so anyway, I, I while you were listening to that, it's like I I of course check out Facebook and see messages that I get, and I. I have this game that I play on Facebook, and I, I sent Dan a link. Yeah, you to sent it, me a link. I promptly ignored it. But ignored it. Go ahead, that's okay. It's called Zingo Slingo. So uh, the preface of the game. Well, here goes another sponsor we're going to get off the books, aren't we? <laughs> yes, sir. Eh? <laughs> so it, much for that Facebook and uh, Slingo. It's just another one of those silly games that you know you do to occupy your time. Well, there's this person, and I'm going to go ahead and blow it no, up. No, 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 no. Just, okay. just say there's a person. There's this person. I don't want to get slander. Uh, it's know. not slander. The uh, truth is an absolute it. defense. Yeah, but whatever. anyway, anyway this, this person keeps challenging me to Zingo Slingo. And I'm looking right now. I believe that I have beaten her 84 times, and she has beaten me twice. I'm going to look to make sure because I don't want to make her feel really bad, but she just continues, and I after I beat her, I don't send a rechallenge rematch or nothing. I figure this one she'll learn. No, <laughs> she still hasn't gotten. I think it is eighty four. I think it is eighty four to two. Wow. And and probably this evening I'm going to make it number eighty five because I have methods that I can cheat on these games. So you're such a nice guy. Yeah, I know. That I told you. Listen, here's the roles we're defined. <laughs> Dan is the nice guy. I'm the nice guy. JD is the jerk. Nasty little son of a gun you are. I know, for lack of a better term. But anyway, (laughs) I just happened to see that. All right, so you were talking about Mac Davis and what a great, wonderful artist he was. Yeah, but that really was only his only... I mean, it's it's interesting, and we were talking about just how many one-hit wonders there were. Yeah, but I don't think that Mac Davis qualifies as that. Well, he did get to the number one. Yeah, Billboard see, charts. I, you know. I think uh, I think you're going to find. Uh, let me see here. Let me see if I can help you out here. So you you help I, me out. While I do this on a daily basis, you know, it's like I have, uh-huh. to, I have to end up talking about things while I'm typing other things. Okay. So I so I pull up the little story. I know you're doing that, but real quick, uh, Ken Jennings. Uh, oh, if you guys remember Jeopardy, Jeopardy guy. remember Jeopardy, yeah. The guy won 74 times in a row, straight, straight through. Uh, he finally admits that he, he lied. No, he lied. He lied to Alex Trebek. Shocking, isn't it? I mean, this guy was the, he was a straight-laced guy. Uh, he's gone on to do uh, interesting little things. Let's see, this, he's written a book. Uh, How much did he end up winning? Does it what his winning winnings? Let's see, two point five million dollars in well, winnings. See, that that really that's pretty decent. Ups, it kind of upset <clears throat> me though because for all the years that I watched uh, Jeopardy before mm-hmm. Alex Trebek with Art Art Fleming as a matter yeah. of fact, those, you could only win five games and then you became this undefeated champion. And then they had the tournament of champions in the spring. They let this guy stay on seventy four days. So seventy four days. Well, he kept winning. Seventy four uh, days. Anyway. So he did. He did lie to Alex Trebek. Um, it it became kind of annoying because after seventy five wins, uh, seventy four wins, you start to run out of things to say and to do. 
to keep entertaining. So he did. He tried to fill in the 1,800 minutes of time by saying that uh, he actually did enjoy airline food. He liked it. He said he loved it. And <laughs> he he gave it as so that he could <clears throat> allow for the signature Alex Trebek brand of humor of the half eye-rolling dismissal and half knowing nod to the audience. Like, <laughs> Alex Trebek is about as funny as heart failure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, you know, I, you know, he's about to step down. Is he? he? Yeah, it's like where's think, he headed? I think he is going to go through the uh, 2015 season, and they're talking about replacement host. And I forgot who it was who's got the upper edge. Um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar wants to be the host of Jeopardy. Really? Yeah, he's a very, very smart man. He really is. But uh, he was an airplane. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't say he was brilliant. I just said he was a smart man. Made a lot of money. Mac Davis. Yes, sir. Uh, do you remember this song? Are we this doing this song? one again? I Believe in Music. See, that was a big I, I Believe in Love. Yeah, I believe, and in I, music. Believe in music. I believe in Music. That's right. Stop and Smell the Roses. Uh, that was a... Um, <clears throat> you better uh, stop and smell the roses. Yeah, so... Stop. Uh, to take the time then, to course, smell the roses. He also did the, uh, Ringo Starr, everybody. He also Stop. did the, it's hard to be it's humble when you're as great as I am. In our, yeah, I just, just want to make sure we cover all the, in so we don't leave way. any open ends, you see. They don't I go, can't stand <laughs> looking in the mirror. Because look at the end of the show, then people will go, oh, they answered know? all the questions. They told me all about Mac Davis, so it's like I, I'm not going to lose any sleep wondering about what's going on with Mac Davis. Somebody calling you? No, I'm just looking at my phone's freaking out on me. Searching for service. Ah, okay. Thank you. So, um, do you have any uh, anything you want to talk about real quick? Um, let me see. Wait a minute. We oh. are we are vastly, are we almost done? We are almost done. I'm sorry. Oh my god. Um, okay. <clears throat> well, I'm just warning you. All right. Listen. <laughs> what do you want to say? I'm gonna leave you with this one. Go ahead. If you're gonna be a criminal. <laughs> I'm not all that good at it, but well, go ahead. There's an inmate in Pennsylvania who got a disorderly conduct charge because you know you can't have cell phones in jail. This guy, <laughs> this guy had a prosthetic because the wireless plan is just too bad. <laughs> this guy, <laughs> this is why I work with this guy. This guy had a prosthetic, and they caught him. He had the cell phone. He had dope. He had other stuff in his prosthetic leg. So he ended up getting a, a you know. So if you go to jail, find other places to hide your contraband. That, <laughs> that place doesn't work either, I assure you, because they make you bend over. Oh, I don't want to hear about that. And on that. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You know TikTok, what that means. TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. The clock on the wall is saying it's time to go. Yeah, that is it, gang. That was the Slade and Mason show for this week. Hey, hey, we'll I, be back next week. For reasons we don't understand. Uh, I am Dan Mason. And I'm J.D. Slade. And this is the, the Slade, Slade and Mason, Mason show. show. Bye, everyone. You see me flipping them? Stop it out. Chimney Cricket. Blah, blah, blah.